0: The sound of Universal Broadcasting Network at UBNRadio.com.
1: Thank you for being Boulevard. Life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death.
2: I'd like
3: to propose a toast.
2: This is On The Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities, and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and... and that's about it. So pop a quart, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On The Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network.
4: Class in your seat, then. It's going to be a bumpy night.
2: Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, some lady gentlemen, and let's be honest, there's some gently ladies. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go. All right, today is our holiday party. Uh, ho, ho, ho. I'm putting the ho in ho, ho, ho. Let me just tell you that. Okay, so today's show, um, I have some bad news and I have some good news. The good news is the show's going to be amazing.
5: Yes. Woo. Thank you.
2: Finally, th- Thank you, Tony. Oh, my straight engineer, uh, uh, He's a ho- he has a holiday party at Ikea or... Uh, some straight thing that he's at, so um, so we're minus our straight <laughs> engineer. So we have Tony Sweet, the owner of UBN, here behind the board. So I apologize in advance. You yes. <laughs> 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 do 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 you have a pun for us or a joke? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it is our holiday party. Um, the bad news is uh, we had scheduled to appear Daniel Franzese from Mean Girls, HBO's Looking. Uh, he has to do some reshoots, so he's in this, He's reshooting until at least 9 o'clock, and we know how, how that can go. Also, celebrity chef Bernie Guzman, who was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, he has to cook for Adrian Malouf tonight, so he can't make it. <sighs> Never trust the gays! You cannot trust them, because they'll be flaking. and they won't show up to your show. But what we do have, we have amazing co-hosts, um, you'll notice this strange-looking woman uh, next to me, uh, Mama Rose Rodriguez. Woo! So she is my mom. Uh, we're gonna talk about holiday stories and, and just craziness. Um, and then we have my special guest co-host, Kenzie Hall, who's gonna be future president of the United States, uh, founder, leader of Brat Pack 11, Kenzie Hall, and her mom, Erica Hall, because it's a family show! Woo! And then making a diva entrance right now <laughs> is Miss Brenda Rose. Brenda Rose, meet Mama Rose. Oh, my mama. Tony, calm down on the applause here. I didn't get any applause, and it's my show. Uh, so Brenda Rose is mom to Cody St. New from uh, Teen Wolf, uh, MTV's Teen Wolf. It's premiering January 5th. Uh, where is Cody, Brenda? Brenda.
4: Well, if anyone knows Cody, he's always 10 minutes behind.
2: Yep. That's supposed to be, but, but he's white. That's and supposed that's, to be like brown people do. And that's
4: like generous. You
2: know? <laughs> anyway, we have Cody here. He's going to be showing up, and he'll just come in, and he'll look all moody and like like sullen and be like, hey.
5: Right? Yes. right?
2: You know him. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I do have a treat for our live listeners. In fact, I'm going to put him on our Facebook page. We have some baby pictures of Cody. Or n- not baby pictures, but him when he was younger. Yes. Girl. Thank God he went through puberty because, <laughs> woof, right? It yeah. makes me feel better. I guess we did reverse because I was super cute as a kid, and now I'm just like,
6: oh, hi. You are? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shade.
2: shade, shade, shade going down the road. shade. <laughs> but our guests today are are, are just amazing. Uh, we have international pop star Sarah McGinnis, and she's actually skyping us live from London. And she had her big release party last night. She has an amazing uh, new Christmas video song that we're going to talk about. We're actually going to show on the show. This is how I talk about her new single. It's like Petula Clark got drunk on eggnog and went to a gay bar. Like that's how amazing this song and 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 video are. So we're going to be talking to Sarah from across the pond. Um, and we. You have to be very polite because she's
4: English. If you know Petula Clark, I think you're giving away your age.
2: Oh, <laughs>
5: girl! Already bring in the the friend of Rose! Sorry,
2: Sit I down, don't... you're rocking the boat. My God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be... So sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, so we have recipes that we're going to share. We have, uh, we have music that we're going to share. And then um, also in studio, we have uh, singer-songwriter Trevor Page, up-and-coming star. He just released his second album. Oh, and just so everybody knows, we just recorded a Christmas duet, our own version of the Christmas song.
7: I heard it. I loved it, by the way. Oh, my God. Thank you, Kenzie.
2: You have to say that because you're on my show.
7: Obviously. No, I really did, though.
2: But but it's like a blending of different voices because I have a very musical theater, kind of Frank Sinatra, a few drinks in type of voice. (laughs) And Trevor Page has like the Christina, like, whoa, whoa, kind of voice. And so it's like a melding. It's like when Bing Crosby did that duet with Sting. Do you remember? Yeah. And everyone was like, what the hell are they doing together? And then it was like bum 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 bum, and it was amazing. <laughs> um, so we're gonna listen to that. Um, we're gonna talk to Trevor Page. So I'm I'm, I'm really excited for today's show. Um, I want to talk about uh, Coast One Hundred Three Point Five. Like we just need to bring it down and talk about that station. So they play the holiday <laughs> songs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, who is that woman that is the announcer at night? I, I want, want to
6: know. I, I- into the mic, Mom.
2: <laughs> it's radio.
6: Listen. And this song is for Kathy. <laughs> Kathy Bryan loves you. No, but literally, that's how she
2: is. And it's like, you know, like if you're a little drunk at night and you come home at two in the morning, like I do, last thing you want to do is for people to be sending love Christmas songs to each other. But she sounds like she's on Xanax, um, and she's maybe. I love her, though. No, but she's ridiculous, and it's so out of control. So the other day, mom, remember, we were in the car and we were listening. Literally, a woman dedicated a song to somebody that she hasn't met yet, and she says, "This is to my future husband. I know you're out there." Oh and so God. the dedication was so creepy. And then they do these giveaways, and the giveaways are so um, inappropriate on One Three Point Five. It's like uh, Jody lost her legs in a terrible tumbling accident, so we've given her four tickets to a water park, oh and you're supposed to be like all excited. It's <laughs> like Jody can't go to a water park. <laughs> She's not going dancing, like what is going on? So that's 103.5, but it's ridiculous. Um, and you know how like Honda Helpers does, uh, their uh, acts of giving are so disproportionate, like like oh we bought you a new house because you lost your house in the fire and the next person gets like a $20 gift certificate to like Boston Market and it's like oh, didn't they close, but we got certificates, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Kenzie, I want to talk about the uh, most recent holiday party that I went to, which was Brat Pack Eleven's very first mm-hmm. giveaway party. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have to, I have to tell you something. I dislike children so much, but your organization, it, it, it kind of melted my, my stone cold heart a tad, no. a Aww. tad. Can you explain to to our listeners that are new? Because you've been on the show before, and the yeah. fact that you've established this amazing organization uh, at such a young age. Talk about Brat Pack, and then talk about uh, this Christmas party. And we actually have some pictures. Oh, there's me and Cody and Kenzie because I'm famous too. Like- <laughs> Trying to see. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Tony, so can you move the monitor so our yeah, guest can, can
7: see? see yeah.
2: You don't Thanks, need to Tony. see. <laughs> yeah.
7: So, uh, gay br- engineer. Hello. <laughs>
2: Everything's a little sideways, if you know what I mean. Back into the left.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Brat Pack Eleven grants wishes to military brats, so wounded and fallen soldiers, and so for this Christmas, we wanted to do something special for uh, military families in the local San Diego kind of area. Um, And so we picked six different families who were desperately in need. I mean, one family lost their house in a fire. Literally,
2: like, weeks before this this event.
7: Yeah, yeah. And um, another family actually lost their dad and then their mom is deploying so they're havi- the kids are having to stay with the aunt. And um, yeah, so we threw an event and we found out everything they wanted from their Christmas list and surprised them at the event. They had no clue, the families had no clue what to expect. We were like, just meet us here, <laughs> sketchy as that sounds. Um, yeah, so we threw a Christmas event and surprised them there with a bunch of gifts and.
2: It and it, it wasn't just a bunch of gifts, like you said. Like you literally Christmas knew what the kids wanted, and you, your, your mom actually went shopping yes. for these gifts. Girl, yeah. next time you go shopping, Tyler, you literally.
8: give me a call. I <laughs> will. I feel like we'll I throw in like, like a, we'll a come fur, come even
2: though it's not right? politically correct. We'll throw in a fur and maybe you know <laughs> some glitter. There wasn't enough glitter, Kenzie. That's my only complaint.
7: Yes, I know. I know. I know.
2: No, but it, it was so touching. Really, these families were in such a moment of need. During the holidays, we're all emotional. Or if you have emotions, I mean, I, I, I don't know what that's uh, like. Right. <laughs> but it was so touching, and um, Adam Sandler's production company kind of... Uh,
7: Happy Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah they um, helped... Fund this event and helped us get all these amazing gifts. And uh, one girl, we surprised her with like a quad bike, yeah. and uh, we pulled it out. Oh. You should have seen her face. No, I face. did see her. She uh, oh,
2: she was, was so excited.
7: Her she mom started crying. Her mom, into mom the hugged the me. You're <laughs> hogging it because it's my <laughs> <What's> show. <new>? <laughs> <laughs> Here, pull over Cody's mic since since he's too important. Here.
4: I get
8: Here, it. Had a, we actually he's had a five lot minutes of, out. A lot of people then donate. He's twenty
2: minutes out. <laughs> Go <laughs> yes. ahead. What
8: well, what well, mama? Hall, we we actually had a lot of people donate for that. We had uh, Happy Madison Productions, we had um, ho- um Bite Hollywood Size
7: TV, Hollywood Today
8: Live. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, Swagway donated four hoverboards to give away to, to the kids and which was amazing, which they were so excited about. And like Kinsey said, each of the families like had their own individual story and to be able one of the families, actually, the moms was like, you know, if you can at least get a, them one doll that they can share. And we were like, oh, my gosh, no. We're going to get them each a doll and everything to um, go hello, with d- the doll. I didn't get a doll, just so I you know. know. Okay. And Next I drove time. I drove Next from L.A. Time. to San Diego. Listen, I didn't get a doll. I wanted a
2: Malibu Barbie. <laughs> 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 it's,
4: it's because you are a doll. Oh, Brenda no. Ruff oh. no. Boom.
6: Props, props. Don't <laughs> encourage him, please. <laughs> happy holidays. No, but what I have to say because oh, I go. also went to now the event. Yes, let I her also talk. Went to the event, but I thought for me what was so inspiring was that someone as young as you mm-hmm. took on this task and made a difference. I Thank mean, how many you. people say, "Oh, I can't really make a difference"? Look what you proved at your age. So it's an inspiration to other kids, and for us old people, it's you know it makes us happy to see someone like you. Okay, well, that's fine. It's my thank show. You.
2: So, um, <laughs> thank <laughs> no, you. But honestly, but your personality, like people that meet you, just generally want to 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 be like surround you and your cause. Like when you came on the show, I was like, "Oh, families? Like really? Like you know, I'm not gonna have a family, <laughs> but it's okay." Um, but and you have support. Like you have a great foundation. So, Erica, what's it like having the super family? Because oh. your children are all talented <laughs> and like.
7: I know it's rough. <laughs> how
2: like how do you like ground them and how do you like dictate chores?
7: Oh, oh okay.
8: <laughs> now we're getting real. <laughs> no, can, uh, they're actually really good at, you know, I don't have to ask a lot. I would I would like the dishes to be done more, you know. Buy paper plates. Dishes. Buy yes. paper <laughs> plates. Hate <doing> dishes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, um she is really really has been a great kid she's really a joy to have and now that she's about to be 18 and maybe moving out soon and going to college somewhere where are you moving move to west hollywood oh my (laughs) god i I (laughs) want to move to los angeles so so. i'm kind of sad about that but hopefully she'll stick around for a while but i mean yeah i mean I, i don't know that any family's perfect but i'm I think mine is. You guys, I'm about to tear
2: up a little well, bit. I remember getting all emotional. Pass the tissues. Yeah. So, Brenda Rose, what's it like seeing your son without a shirt like every day, like online? It's like, does he own shirts?
4: No. <laughs> he has a stylist that provides it for him when he needs it. Oh, yes. And
2: let's just be honest about Cody, his personality, in fact, we were talking about this, the way he is with the kids that he met, he's just, he's naturally, and it's not even an effect, he's not like, I'm Mr. Hollywood, I need to smile and shake hands, he generally has a good heart.
4: Yeah, I don't know where he gets it from.
2: <laughs> Brenda, I want to take you out to West Hollywood, and I want to get you drunk, girl. Hey, I'm in. <laughs> yes! But what's it like like seeing your son as a sex symbol? Oh,
4: you know, truly, I do get to see him naked all the time.
2: Uh... Uh, awkward? <laughs> that awkward moment! <laughs> am no, I excited or I titillated, mean, or am I I confused? mean, in his skivvies. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we've all seen him in his skivvies. And there's actually fan fiction about him, too, which is creepy. There is. There's fake Facebook profiles and Instagram profiles. And let's face it, he's the cutest kid on Teen Wolf. He is.
7: He is. So he is. I
2: bet when he shows up to I'm set, biased. they're like, You're Listen,
7: real quick, though. I was on Tumblr the other day that you actually that you said that. And Cody's like a brother to me. And I was scrolling down and I came across fan fiction. And oh, I it's creepy. And I like had to, I was like, nope. Oh, I got to click off.
2: <laughs> I mean, somebody wrote an erotic story about Cody and a radio show host. I mean, it was so odd.
4: Yo, come on, Alexander. you that in, one.
2: And it was in Spanish, by the way. Oh. So we all know how beautiful Cody is. For our listeners, I have to give a little treat. I have some kid pictures of Cody. And I'm just going to be honest because I'm a rude bitch. Not the cutest kid.
4: Well, now, when you come... Look at that. He looks like he wants to murder you. Now, look. <laughs> when you come from an environment before the age of nine, you know, he kind of was placed in foster care, so I did have to take a couple of years to get him back in shape.
2: You know. No, but that's a, that's a great story, and both of yeah. you speak very openly. Cody is adopted, and yeah. I mean, I mean, if if I had to be adopted by somebody, I mean, <laughs> come on, like he hit the gold mine. It's was yeah, like he we're gonna party.
4: I told him he's with an ace. He's flying high now. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes
2: he was must... anyway. <laughs> um, but you, you did show the the kid pictures. Yeah. And actually, we have some kid pictures of Kenzie as well. Oh, but Kenzie on. was like Check always cute.
4: No. Yeah. Oh, there's Goody again. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So tell us a story
2: about this dog, because the dog looks like he's in pain.
4: Oh, that's Patches. (laughs) Oh, Patches?
2: Uh. Is Patches still with us? No, he passed two years ago. Well, he looks like he wanted to pass in that picture. Yeah, well,
4: he was feisty. I had a grip on that dog. You're like, take the photo. It was a death grip. I don't know how I was smiling at all.
2: Tony, thank you for checking your email during the show. I really appreciate it.
4: (laughs) There's some interest right there. (laughs) He was pulling up his dog pictures. Come on.
8: There we go. Oh, Oh, Oh,
4: how cute.
2: (laughs) Okay, so Kenzie, what's the story with this dog? Because this dog also looks like he's a little scared.
8: Aww. Poor that. That's Thatcher. Oh God, he's don't not...
2: tell me he's passed too. No, I can't do No, We with gave him advantage.
8: away. We gave him away. <laughs> we I gave him, him away. Because you're never home. That's why. No, oh my we have a dog now. Um her dad was deploying again and Erica, we... keep it up. It's a happy show.
7: Okay, um, <laughs> No, let's get to the funny part. My God! So All listen. dogs
2: go to heaven, okay?
7: <laughs> they go across so the listen. rainbow bridge. <laughs> listen, I begged for a dog she nonstop. Like I every day at dinner non-stop it drove my parents mad so eventually they surprised me with thatcher on christmas and so my dad brings Thatcher's. him out of the room
2: tony stop checking your email and can we see a picture and of, so of thatcher there's thatcher, Th- there's thatcher. And so I'm margaret thatcher da- named after the prime minister obviously awesome. obviously
7: yes. <laughs> very sophisticated uh so my dad had him in this bed and i, s- I go to pick him up poop everywhere he he, he pooped so much
2: So you gave him away.
7: No, not because he pooped. (laughs) I'm not not that mean. But it was it was it was
2: Okay, so I have a story like that. I begged for a dog as a little kid and I got a purebred cocker spaniel. He (gasps) was like show ready, had him for two days. And it was... He, I see wine. He, Wait a minute. Oh, no, we have a glass for you. Brent Rose, we have a glass. We have Sauvignon Sorry, Blanc Alexander. and Pinot Grigio. Don't give away all my Pinot Grigio. There's Sauvignon Blanc down there.
4: Oh, I'm seeing wine. Wait a minute. Oh, yes. oh. Sorry. Now See what on. happens,
2: Cody, when you're late? He's probably in the car like... <laughs> like oblivious of like this whole show going on. No, but I wanted a dog so badly, but uh, I had it for two days and it literally pooped and I could I could literally not pick it up, so we gave him back to a family. Because he, he pooped? Why? Yeah, he couldn't pick it
6: up. He was like <laughs> <laughs> The minute she dribbles. You dribbled, have no heart.
2: The, well, I know. <laughs> the minute she dribbles, she's in a home. Anyway, <laughs> oh, God. I have to show you to our live listeners, This is what I found on my mother's, no, not precious Brenda (laughs) Rose. This is an ornament with her dog's face on it hanging from her car. Not me. (laughs) Her phone screensaver. Let me show you. Alexander, ask
4: ask Cody about that.
2: Yeah. This damn dog, his name is Wiggles. He's the rudest dog I've ever met and he takes all the attention and this is hanging from my mom's car.
4: (laughs) Boom. Poor Cody. He had to deal 2 years with my screensaver on my me? iPhone being patches. Oh,
6: oh, no.
2: oh yeah, poor Cody cuz he doesn't get attention anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Cody. All right. 200,000 followers yeah.
6: baby picture or little picture. Into the mic so mom. Cute. <laughs> oh, my this God.
7: is well because you you're grabbing You got, your got your it. Multi-moder. You got to be like, look, it's my turn to talk. Yeah.
6: This is Alexander's baby picture or that little so picture. Ugly. Again, press yes, you. You're right. You were. Notice you none of the pictures you. were
2: emailed because she couldn't bother. She's like, Meh, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. All right. I want to get to our first guest. We are so privileged um, to have Sarah McGinnis. When I say international pop star, Emmy nominated. Um, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with her, drinking with her. Look um, at you. Her music is, is, is so wonderful, uh, and I'm so excited. So let's bring on Miss Sarah McGinnis. <laughs> oh, my God. She looks gorgeous. Look at that. You... You look like a Christmas dream.
1: Oh, thank you. It's cold here. It's, oh, uh, cold. it's it's
2: cold here. Well, for us, it's like fifty-six degrees, and we're all freaking out here in LA. That is not cold. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised that you're. Here. I'm surprised that you're still standing because last night was your big release party in
3: London. That's right. That's right. And it was absolutely wonderful. Everybody got up at the end and started doing the dance in the video. It was ridiculous. It was just such a good atmosphere. It was absolutely lovely. What's well, awesome? So I'm, I'm actually. I'm, this is now like what? It's three, three in the morning. Oh my <laughs> god! Is it
2: really three in the morning there? Oh my god oh wow. That's how much I love this woman. Like she'll just she'll like fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. All right. All right. I'll I'll do it.
4: I need sleep. <laughs> what a trooper
3: yes um uh, uh, no it's such a good show of course I wouldn't miss it Alex goodness <laughs> so I had... like having a bowl over there oh
2: well we are there's some Pinot Grigio here and we have Brenda Rose like sassing it up <laughs> Can't <Where's lose>? <laughs> so I have to tell you I I had the absolute pleasure I went to the Hollywood Bowl and I went to see Eddie Izzard and his opening act was Miss Sarah McGinnis walking out on stage to sing and I'm like okay well we have a singer okay She, you could hear a pin drop in the whole Hollywood Bowl because she mesmerized the audience. In fact, we have some pictures uh, from her performance there. Um, It was so mesmerizing, and this beautiful voice. Come on, Tony.
4: Maybe she'll sing for us. Well, no, we're we're (laughs) actually going to see her
2: her music video. Oh, great. Um, Sarah, talk to me uh, about your Christmas song and where the idea came from.
3: Well, it's it's so corny. It's like a Christmas movie, but it happens to be true. I was actually, it was. um, I wrote it the year before last, and I was walking past one of those stalls. You know where they uh, sell the fir trees. You know that smell when they've just come in and they're, they're freshly cut and you get that, you know, that balsam smell?
2: No, we're in L.A. We don't know what that smells like.
3: <laughs> oh, yes, you do. I LA. Don't forget, I've spent many, many a happy year in L.A. Yeah. Anyway, the, the smell of the, the pine, you know, the pine smell. Actually, no, you probably haven't candles. That's it, isn't
2: it? <laughs> uh, candles and and airwick. I eat Chipotle a lot. So oh,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the smell just reminded me, I don't know, I was feeling a bit miserable, and it was just the combination of feeling a bit miserable, that time of year, and the smell, and then you know how the smell just brings you straight back to being really small, whatever right. it might be, and uh, it just was so evocative, and it just made me think of, oh, you know, it's like, it's, it was like, it's. It, the song was about a time, you know, in your childhood, where you think everything is magical, and you believe in Santa Claus, and you believe in fairy tales, and you believe in magic, um, and it's that, it's that kind of innocent time and it, it was that it was about that and so sort of how the mismatch of what what you think christmas is going to be or this period of season will be and then you know growing up and what's going on in your life now and it's just that kind of mismatch And i think we all feel that you know whatever it might be you know, your, your idea of what things will be like when you're tiny and then
2: <laughs> cruel harsh reality well <laughs> so, don't right. don't i know um but it has a very like 60s theme uh So, and kind of a 60s theme kind of plays with your, uh, with your imagery, like in, in your music videos that you've done. Yeah. What's your, what's your addiction to the, to, to that time period?
3: I don't know. It's just, I just think the stuff looks so stylish, you know, and, um, also I think it's kind of interesting because I, I, I used to, I started writing because I love film soundtracks. And so there was always something for me about, you know, old movies and the magic of that. And, um, kind of the evocative nature of the soundtracks. And so I started, that's how I ended up doing soundtracks in the first place. And then out of that came writing songs. Um, So all of the songs have a little bit of a, they're like, I'm writing for a film first. If that makes sense, like that's each of them cool, is supposed yeah. to be its own little film, or from a film, or it's just it's just where my head goes. It sort of enables me to think of things. So
2: no, and I, just... I I love that about each one of your songs has a, has a very definite story. I mean, you're taken on a ride every time I listen to one of your songs. You know, one of my favorite songs is your Mama Ballad, which is, oh, and the video for that I, is you. gorgeous. It's like cabaret meets American Horror Story a little bit because it's so you know it has that kind of that energy to it.
3: Thank you. I'm really glad you like it. I I, I, I really love that one as well. It's uh, yeah. It's um. It's quite emotional. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. You know, I try to write for old people, but you know what I mean. You have to write from your own personal experience and um. So so I think that that's the common factor in everything that that I, I write. It's um. It's, it's memories, isn't it? It's collective memories. You know things that we all feel and how we experience them. I sort of try to take all the classic movies you've ever watched and sort of condense them into a a three-minute song. <laughs> so that's why they all have this sort of slightly nostalgic feel, I suppose. Something like that. It's it's an imagined past that doesn't really exist, but, you know, it's a place where you can put your head and go, oh, yeah, and you can channel your idea into that place. It's much harder to write in the present day and try to be sort of in this moment, I think. Well, and especially so,
2: in, in, in today's music, there's, you know, there's, there's auto-tune and remixes and there's the Britney Spears and all that. It's like, well, what happened to, like... People that sing, especially when we're li- like, I joke about listening to 103.5, which is our local Christmas station, but you hear all of the older songs where people actually sang, you know? Yeah. Um, and so y- your song is, is such a delight, and it's certainly added to my Christmas playlist.
3: Oh, thank you. i oh, was so pleased to hear that. Well, good. That was the idea. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a breath of nostalgia and you know when people used to just let go and I don't think there ever really was a period because you imagine you know it's okay for grown-ups everybody does when they're a child but then you get to be a grown-up and you go oh god they must have been going through hell <laughs> and then suddenly you realise. oh god it wasn't like that anyway so it's I just obviously it's really fascinating to kind of reach back into this imagined past when everything was perfect because it never really was it's a big fantasy that we all share and I, I find that endlessly fascinating you know um
2: and you have appeared on stages um throughout the world literally. Um tell me what what's one of the funniest stage mishaps. I always love asking the cliché questions cuz they're they're fun.
3: <laughs> As if well, I wouldn't tell you anyway. <laughs> um, I actually, I know I'm really quite boring. I get really focused before I go on stage. You do, I mean, but pos- but but afterwards, <laughs> I'll
2: tell you. You're the performer I want to hang out with after the show, because I have hung out with you after the show. I can well, barely <laughs> remember.
3: Not afterwards, then I'm not. You know, anything's possible. <laughs> I know. Beforehand, I'm a bit kind of so. Um, I think I think the worst that's ever happened has been something rather lame, like I've done a bit of a, a very sort of 10th grade Ella Fitzgerald just making up lyrics because I've gone, oh, my God, I can't think. What, what the hell is these judges making up any old shit? Ooh, am I allowed to say that? Sorry.
2: No, yeah, of course. You're English. You can say anything.
3: <laughs> you make it sound proper.
2: It's all well good, right? Okay. Did, did, <laughs> did, you, did you like that? I, I have to ask, you know, the Hollywood Bowl is such an iconic location to perform at, and you literally were alone on stage, like alone. Um Can you tell me about five minutes before you had to walk on stage? Can you just tell me what was going through your mind? And and how do you as a performer calm your nerves?
3: Do you know, the funny thing was I found it less weird and scary being with lots and lots of people because I felt further away. I actually um, find it so much harder when you can see people's faces when you can see their expressions and you can go, oh, did they not like that line? Oh, maybe they didn't like the verse. Oh, what about the chorus? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God, I can't stand doing that. So actually, uh, you know, the, the gig I did last night, the lights were such that I could see a lot of faces. Um, and I just thought, I have to stop worrying about this. I'm just going to go for it. Because in the end, you know, you can worry yourself to death and it doesn't get you any further down the line. So, But the, the nice thing about the Hollywood Bowl was I couldn't really see anyone. And also, it looks so epic from the stage, you know, just this grand scope. And all those people it's absolutely it's such a beautiful it's a, such a beautiful very beautiful sight from the stage you know this it really is bowl you don't actually see that it's bowl it's until like a half a on stage looking out at it
2: and the parking is <laughs> no <so> dream <laughs> let me tell you
8: that. <laughs> i, I want to ask though like when you're on yeah. stage and you're singing and there's a a really personal song that you're singing are you are you really thinking of that one thing or that person in particular or are you trying to just think of you know, just someone else to sing it to so you don't get too emotionally
3: there. I think what happens is the process of writing, whatever it was that inspired you to write it, it can be momentary or, you know, for example um, as you know, Alex, the tracks I've written for the musical or any of these different things um, some of it is getting yourself into someone else's head and applying what you know of a situation and your experience of it to an imagined idea, so it's like I'm always creating little movies in the songs themselves, a little story, a little, so sometimes I'm imagining a character that I'm writing for, but I'm bringing parts of myself to it. Mm -hmm. Actually, this is a question you asked me before, Alex. It's it's like, yes, it's all truthful. Everything is truthful, because I can't write otherwise. But it's not literally true in the sense that, oh, this is a direct experience that I had. It's more, um, you take your experience of relationships, of people, of pain, of happiness, whatever it might be, and you kind of translate it into a situation and then out of that comes the emotion of the of the thing. And then once you get it moving, you, you actually you find that the song starts to take you somewhere I think and, that's and actually- then it starts dictating. You know, I know novelists say this happens with their characters. You know, mm-hmm. the, the characters start telling you where they're going. And I definitely because I, I I'm so interested in story. Um, I find that happens with my songs, even in a small way. I try not to make them too storyish, but I think it's a story of the emotion, isn't it? In three minutes, that's yeah. what it's about. You know, I and, and trying to that make that sounds- as truthful and as melodic as you can, I guess. I think that's. <laughs> oh, did that sound terribly pretentious? No, 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 no,
8: I think that's one of my favorite things about music because you can listen to any song; it can take you back to any place in time, and yeah. you can really connect in, in different ways with people.
7: So I'm curious: Do you have something you know that you love to write about? Like, do you have like a favorite thing, you know, that you're like, oh my goodness, like I, I feel the need to write about this? Or do you ever get those urges? What?
3: It's not so much about a thing; it's about Mm -hmm. a situation. And I think, um, for me, everything comes out of a direct experience because then I can write it really directly. And a bit like, um, sort of a bit like opera. If I if I feel like there's something I really want to say, or it's a line that keeps going around in my head, I'll try and make the melody line a little bit like the cadence of how you'd say it. Like um, the song that's for the musical, which is, you know, this one, "Glad You're Gone." And it's like, I'm glad you're gone. <laughs> so it's, it's the melody follows that. And mm. so then I, I actually develop the story from that. And that, that is probably the, the, the be- when you manage to make whatever the emotion, whatever the story is, match the melody and go to a place emotionally that when you, when you nail it and it works and it's catchy, that's my favorite thing that that's what, oh my God, that's like, it's like when you finish a jigsaw puzzle or you just. You do a Sudoku thing and you just go, yeah. and you go, yes, that's it. And I just love that. That's my absolute favorite thing to that's,
7: do. That's incredible. And I think it's really awesome, too, because I've never heard an artist say that when they're writing music, they think of, like, a story or, like, something that can, they think that this song can fit into a movie. You know what I mean? So I think that's
3: really awesome. Well, and and you, just, that's where I came from, though. It's, it's like, it's not, I think, I think most songwriters start from, I was never expecting to be a songwriter. You know, it gets sort yeah. of. I came in. I've reversed into it. so I think that's why I, I can't even that's write it. a check so I'm, 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 I'm very <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed
2: I love Sarah I, I I love your voice I love your cadence Um, when, when I write my biography I, I want you to do like the book on 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 CD like I want you to, to narrate my life where can our listeners uh, go find your new single um, because you have to go to iTunes and you have to download it tonight and I'm telling you it will be one of your favorite Christmas songs um, from today in, for, for years to come where can our listeners find your your song
3: it's on itunes just under sarah mcginnis and it's called christmas every day it's also on amazon so you can get an mp3 or you can get it on itunes um and you should be able to get that pretty easily if you have any difficulty just go onto my website which is also sarah mcginnis everything's just sarah mcginnis and twitter everything
2: yeah (laughs) and she's a fancy one when are you coming across the pond to visit me in la
3: i'm coming very soon if i was intending to get there in the next week but i think that's probably not going to happen now so in january so awesome. I'm gonna come and annoy you in January. You'll yes. be
2: so yes. I actually had the benefit. I was uh, I was a Sarah McGuinness back backup singer, I wow. guess. What? Oh my oh god. god. Yes. Uh, there's actually a picture there. It went it went horribly and Sarah was so kind. She was like, <laughs> during rehearsal, she was like, oh, that's almost perfect, but not at all. <laughs> Don't do that ever again. But it was great, great, good job. Cheerio. <laughs>
3: really funny. It was it was great. I mean, and it was really good. You were just being unduly down on yourself. I no. thought I thought it was actually very good. I mean, it took a little while to get there. That's very <laughs> but her direction was so polite. It was like, "You
2: suck, but you're great." <laughs> All right, Sarah, we're going to let you go go to sleep. Um and we and we are going to play your video for our listeners. It's such a pleasure to see you. Uh we love you and I can't wait to see you in January. Yay! Tony, let's go to the video. <sighs> <sighs> and
5: singing
1: carols at the
2: Look interested. Look, I'm looking at you on the camera. You're like, oh, I can't even be bothered. <laughs> Honestly, Sarah McGinnis, uh, such a great song, such a fun video. But I loved look up, it. look up her other stuff because each song is so different, um, and her videos are, are just beautiful. She has a very uh, c- cinematic eye. Okay, real fast for our listeners. I said we were going to share some Hollywood recipes or Holly. Did I say
6: Hollywood? Yeah.
2: Wow. <laughs> Hollywood Montrose. Doesn't it yes, just sing? Yes. Um, some holiday recipes. So we have from the non chef, I think I had two homemade meals my whole growing up, but the only thing my mom could make, and she would make it for everything, it could be a baptism, a brisk. Like, I'll oh, make the chili con queso. So we're going to share on oh my screen. God, I love con queso. It is Please. so it good. Oh um, okay. So can you explain just quickly, mom?
6: <laughs> She's like don't, uh, forget to,
4: don't forget to grab the mic.
2: Yeah.
6: Oh Red Rose
4: You open a can
6: <laughs> and then you open another one. Literally you,
2: it's a can can and you can throw Because can. I can't can can Because can, I can't can You throw everything
6: in the saucepan and then you season it to taste <laughs> and then you put cheese on top and watch it melt.
4: Beautiful. Honestly,
2: but it actually is so tasty, and it's the first thing that's eaten. So then we have this recipe, and then we have um, <laughs> Brenda and Cody's recipe. I just kind of kind of want to barf because I said, "Can you send me like a recipe?" And then this is a recipe for a holiday day, and it's like wake up, pray to Jesus, feed the homeless, pet a cat. Oh my god! Literally, it's a whole, you literally have a whole day recipe, and it's like. Play par cheesy oh with hey. a one legged man. When Cody like... and I do it, we do it big. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, g- kind of tell me some of the highlights from, from your daily or from your day recipe.
4: Well, honestly, Cody and I don't really cook so much. That's so us. <laughs>
2: How the hell is he so goddamn skinny? When we were at the Brat Pack 11 party, <laughs> he had wings and then he was at the fondue fountain and he kept eating uh, cookies. And I'm like, because he really? works out every day. <laughs> really? Um, is that all it takes?
7: Yeah, do you work out? I'm a
2: few days behind.
4: <laughs> Cody does
7: work the out sass. every day.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I've seen the video on Instagram a few times. Real. I'm like, slow mo. It's like, teen wolf.
4: <laughs> so I can now get him to carry luggage and take out the trash. I am so lucky.
2: Honey, <laughs> I will take out his trash any day. Is it awkward when I'm flirting with him? He's not even there, but I'm flirting with his mom. Like, how awesome is that? Just because we're going
4: out <laughs> yeah. drinking later. Yes! We should go to the Abbey tonight.
2: Oh, my God. Calm yourself.
4: <laughs> so just
2: give me one highlight, because oh, we have so to bring on porch on your page. So it's like, our, uh, hello, I'm on Our kind the of holiday <laughs>
4: recipe is to start the morning with a couple of Keurig coffee. You know, nothing we have to make. Just pop it in a machine and press the We have the, the Big
2: Lots version. It's like Keurig, but it's like C-U-R-I-G. Now,
4: when we're on holiday, Grandma does cook us breakfast. That's my mother, and we're happy to be served. So, What's that, the address? you know I won't show up with my Snoopy pajamas I'll be like hey girl well I'll had been in Cody's I'll room. I'll give it to you privately. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> ho, ho, ho. And I'm frisky up in here. Yes. Woo. Is that three wise men or three ho? Oh!
2: <laughs> you guys, She's this is so fun. Fuck Daniel Franzese. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Sorry. Um, we have to bring in our next guest. Uh, I have been uh, a huge fan of his, and I've had the opportunity to work with him uh, singer-songwriter Trevor Page. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I mean, how adorable is he, right? And then you're like, oh. okay, he's adorable. Handsome. So, yes. God bless no, we, you. No, we use cute at, no, at, like at this. Cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you say handsome, he he, he tears up a little bit. No. He's like, I'm at the handsome stage? Really? No. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Singer, songwriter, you write. All of your original music. You just released your second album. Uh, your music is amazing. Oh, thank you. And your amazing. voice is very sexy. It's like a Stevie Nicks meets mm-hmm. Christina. It is. It is awesome. I love
9: the, both females that you are listing off. But thank you. I, okay. I think they're kind both great Josh singers. Groban. Yeah,
2: Josh Groban. There you <laughs> go, kind of Brandon. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, not deep. No, no. Well, kind of. Thrody. I was like, kind Whoa, kind Whoa, oh. that, was, that was Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> Here's when we recorded. I it was didn't like say pitchy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You son of a pitch. No anyway, nothing. when we recorded, I was like, well, what key do we do this in? Because I'm like,
0: ah, ah, right? We,
9: we played with a few to make sure that... <laughs> I, like, the, I either sounded you know, like Lauren yeah.
2: Bacall or like Sean Young <laughs> <laughs>
9: Again, these females, they're, they're beautiful. But So so thank you, but I mean, I
2: don't, yeah. <laughs> um, but your music is, is so good. Um, where do you come up with the melodies? Because you literally do everything at your computer, kind of. Um,
9: yeah, um, come up with uh, the melodies from... From life, I think just just writing from from somebody. life, yeah, just from writing from experience. I honestly carry around, um, you know, you, a you poor notebook. thing, you toured with Britney like notes. when you were like 14. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't singing at that point. I was, you know, I was I was working. So I mean, I'm I'm always working, but it wasn't the wasn't what I wanted to do. So I'm, but but yes, um, writing music from. There's a story
4: there. There (laughs) is a
2: story. No, and you know what? I've known you for so many years. Um, He recently did an interview on Super Hungry Podcast, and you had to talk for like an hour, right? Yes. And I was like, oh God, I have to listen to him for an hour talk? Like, I want to hear him sing. But it I found out things about the, you that I never even knew. Like well your small good. town growing up, your mm-hmm. multi-ethnical ness.
3: I know, yes, yes, yes. Um
2: but you have to listen to this podcast, Super Hungry Podcast. Um and they interview artists. Yeah, and, and, and it <laughs> is an extended interview,
9: so you, it really does dig into, you know, some of the personal things that you might not even, you know, yeah. like you said you, you didn't even know.
2: Yeah, oh. but you came from a small Town in
9: Florida. Titusville. Most people don't even know what that is. Been my through there. there. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. You're lying, Brenda Rice. Right? I know. I don't no, even know if I believe I've been it. Been through there. It sounds like a
2: made up name, like where Superman was born, well, right? My, he was my born aunt in lived there for several years. I'm like amazed Lupe. that Lupe. either of you there. know what that is. Don't say Lupe. We're not. We're <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Osvaldo, uh, you mean?
4: <laughs> of course, when I was there, I don't think he was born yet.
9: Well, it, it's very small. It used to have yeah. kind of some. Population. Golden Girls was canceled when he was born there. <laughs> like, yes, it had some population when the space center was kind of more up and happening, but but it really has dwindled and it's almost a ghost town. But I do go back and visit the family that is still existing. So it's it Titusville is still there. It's okay.
2: What I love from your music, I love your your melodies. Um, how do you create that? Because you're not like you don't sit there and write on music score per se. So um, how how does a song. Come to be
9: well because since I write everything, I literally start with a kick drum, and I literally just um, I kind of let you you know, kind of like Sarah was saying. Sometimes the song starts to kind of write itself. Um, There are are, um, so many cool new ways to be creative with technology, Mm -hmm. and it's becoming so uh, less and less expensive. Um, It really is just having a lot of fun, to tell you the truth, getting in there and being able to to create. Uh, something that i enjoy and hopefully that other people enjoy
8: i have a question really quick do you start usually with the melody or are you more of a lyrics guy cuz
9: good question um there That's is why she's no a s- a one co-host. way <laughs> <laughs> good question there's no one way it can start from lyrics sometimes and then depending on the tone of the the lyrics that i've written i want to build a a song to, to you know fit that and build the the music to fit that but at the same time, sometimes I go in and I just feel like making, making the music side. So um, I think as an artist, for me, and, and not just the producer, it's, it's better to start with you know, the lyrics and the idea of the song, um, because then everything really does just fall into place so much easier.
8: That's what I was gonna ask. Is yeah. it easier when you start off with lyrics or the like melody Yeah, I think as an artist, yeah.
9: yes. Um, starting That's out what with what the lyrics, because then, like I said, you can get the tone of the song to kind of fit that. You know what I mean? Um, and, and just build from there and, uh, you know, try and. Try and just let it let it flow let it flow out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Your comment about technology, though, um, you know, everybody now kind of has access to be able to lay their own track, so to speak. How do you think and that's you can harmed? Do a lot
9: with Garage I'll just say that. Well, I yeah, it, I mean, can do autotune
2: lot. and mm-hmm. all that, which you do not use in I your do studio, because mm-hmm. I and, and we in your did studio. not. Yes,
9: there's no <laughs> auto tune. Oh,
2: no, I had to stand sorry. up and actually like sing because I was like, yeah. okay, just go. I, was I like, would with his Pino Grigio.
7: How did how did this collaboration start? Because I want drugs. No. <laughs> well, I knew that. No. Well, I had to be
9: on drugs in order to, to, to do the collaboration Okay, with let's him, honestly
2: no. talk <laughs> about Let's have an honest conversation. I love Trevor so much because his patience and his professionalism in the studio is ins- inspiring to me. Oh, but it was really funny because I'm a musician. I was raised, in fact, my mom was music director. And so when I was like eight years old, I was like, you need to start reading music. And so I had to learn how to read music. You don't really work with notes or like... It's all like you create the song that we're going to listen to. He literally created the whole track from scratch with no music. And I'm just like, Where's my music? And he's like, No. So we had to go back and forth. He's like, I sing, then you sing. And then you'd be like, But his style was like, Whoa, Christmas. And I'm like, Christmas. So it did take a while. It's like a two-minute song. and It took us like sixteen point five hours. No, no. Alexander
9: is very talented. The studio time actually did not take very long. Some it artists funny that we work though. with do take a lot longer. And we use AutoTune, which is fine. Whenever. No, but we did not use AutoTune. There's zero AutoTune. There's zero yeah. AutoTune.
2: But it was really funny because I was I was hearing his voice because you know he does his part, and I was trying to be like, well, oh, I could sing pop if I want. <laughs> and so I tried a few times, and I was like, goodies in his bag, and I was like. Was that pop? And his face was like, like silent and horrified. No, and he was like, no. "Good." It was like Sarah McGinnis, like oh, yeah. good, good, but no. <laughs> Let's try I that know. a few thousand other times like that. No, but you do collaborate with a lot of people. In fact, you uh, you did a remake of George Michael's "Freedom," and you had to work with like four, oh, you guys, it's so good, and it's with uh, Ricky Rebel, Hart Hayes. Hart oh, yeah. Hayes has an amazing voice. And Chris Alvator, yeah, and Motley, yeah. <laughs> yes, a Chris Salvatore, who's pretty. Yeah, handsome, handsome guy, very much. Yeah, what that was it really like collaborating? Like um, you that. know,
9: I love to collaborate. We had all... Um, I love them all as artists. We had all done shows together previously before. Um, and I just... For that particular song, I i really wanted the message to be kind of bigger than just myself. Um, th- the song, the original, was just so good. But I, I did want to put a little bit of a uh, uh, a modern spin on it, kind of, um, and feature these other artists that I really loved. Um, and, it, and it was just to kind of... Um, to to have them um, singing and, and showing their beautiful voices, but also I wasn't asked to be a part of it. Well, that's why we did our Christmas. You would have stolen the show. Oh, exactly. Thank you, Kenzie. Exactly. <laughs> this girl Good knows. Our girl, Good future <laughs> president of the United States. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm, I'm telling you. I yeah. know. <laughs> Do not
6: encourage him. <laughs> but it's so much fun. <laughs>
2: Um, so uh, you, was great. you yeah. had two albums, um, and your music has been placed uh, CNN, Clear Channel. Wow. What was it like the first time you heard your music on on like something big, and you're like, "That's me."
9: It's awesome. It's so great. Um, good, it, good, it, good words. It, 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 well, it, you know, I don't want <laughs> to be sound like I'm not um, appreciative enough, but you know, I always just I'm always looking to the like the next project and hoping that I can just make things have more impact and continue to grow. Um, so it's Absolutely. it's amazing. It's so incredible.
2: Um, but but I, I always have like, the next thing on. No, my mind. but what was the like when you heard it on something else? First like, emotion. Yeah. What, what was your first thought?
9: What's about damn time. <laughs> ah,
2: yes. <laughs> yes. But no,
9: it's it's amazing. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> Where can our listeners uh, find your albums? Because you have to download it on iTunes. I'm telling you, all of these songs uh, could all be singles because oh, they're so you. good. And your voice—it's you have a very unique texture to, to your voice. He does, yeah. He does. But you come from a musical family too.
9: Um, a little bit. I had um, my mom dabbled a little bit, but my my grandmother, both of my grandmothers, sang in church and kind of led the choir and stuff like that. Um, and my mom dabbled in the business side a little bit, but. Um, not so much um, like I didn't grow up with like a guitar like in my dad's hand or anything like that, but um, you know, it, it, it. She would play her gospel music, and I think that's what first started to inspire. Because you got soul <laughs> in. I mean, like, when you listen to the Christmas
2: song, you'll see it's like yeah, it's it's funny. It's like Beyonce meets like. But that's why Frank it's so Sinatra, fun. How, and it's how like he sounds like today. <laughs> <laughs> Did
8: you always know that you wanted to be a recording artist? Was like that um, something you always felt like. Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. There's no plan B because if there's a plan B, uh,
9: in my own mind, yes. But and I would, you know, annoy my my family around the house as a young person. I'm sure. Yeah, you can yep. relate to I that. I feel yeah. you. Yeah, yes. just singing at the top of my lungs. No, Kenzie,
2: like singing that. is like the only thing that you don't do, right?
8: No, she cannot. We don't want to hear her sing. Ta-
7: <laughs> no, you don't, though. Shade. I completely... Yeah,
2: we should call this show Mom Shade. Yes, Brenda, where is your son? This, this episode, yeah.
7: Well, Listen. You have to
4: translate Cody's he's five come in to and ten give minutes. to really at the end. Yeah.
2: I want to I ask our chat room, what should Cody's punishment be? Because you know he's going right. to show up in the last five minutes. Yes. yes! Ask what his punishment should be when he comes in. I'm, I'm sure 7, he's
4: 59. wandering the lot. <laughs> he's
2: probably flirting with even or, the security guard at the front. Or and he's like, he forgot hey his girl. driver's
4: license and they don't believe who
2: he is. And he's like, "Oh, look at my Instagram, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's next for you, Trevor?
9: Um, well, I have a New Year's show that I just got asked to do, and I think it's like New Year's this... Eve. Yes. So <gasps> it's, it's you it's don't like want in me the desert. <laughs> It's yeah, in the desert. I Las know, Vegas. I need to get, it's, it's like somewhere out like past Lancaster, but it's this big, oh, it's they're a music well. Never mind. I'm hanging out but with you Brenda. Can, I don't, yeah. the details. Yeah. <laughs> I know, for you, I don't Thanks. know if it'll be the
2: best thing, but I'll have all no, the details. And you too, mom. Brenda Rose <laughs> yeah, and Mama Rose. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to hear about this. We're like, so, Brenda's your new mom? Is that what's happening? Is, that's all I'm going to
6: Well, then she can do your laundry. And oh. Oh. No. I will have everybody gun. know,
2: I rebuilt my mom's dryer this no, no, weekend. No, no,
6: no, 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 no,
4: no, 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 oh <laughs> no.
6: You replaced the timer.
2: You replaced the lint collector. You, that's you should it, have yeah. seen me, though. I thought I was one of the village people because I had, like, the tool belt. I'm like, <laughs> I got to roll up and I got to, like, chew Legend. some gum. Literally, I had to, like, pop open one thing, put it in, I was like, Oh, yeah. I guess I'm done. Our <laughs> actually broken. Broke my it?
4: kudos? <laughs> yeah. He's
2: Alexander, the most unmechanical person here, ever. Yeah. Oh,
4: he knows oh Cody, too, then. The, uh, uh, Cody can't lift yeah, a yeah. hammer. Alexander's um, like, Cody doesn't Cody need driver? to,
2: okay? <laughs> like, I need to. I'm a Husky Latino in <laughs> Southern California. People are like, you do housework, right? <laughs> no, senor, I don't. <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to listen to uh, our duet, And when we come back, uh, Tony's letting us run over a little bit today. When we come back, uh, we're each, and it's going to let you guys, uh, your funniest holiday story, and we're all going to recount. And hopefully Cody will be here, and I want to know what his punishment should be. Oh my
4: gosh. We'll brainstorm.
2: Yeah, so here. oh, oh, okay.
5: Bye.
0: (laughs) Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletai carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe help to to make make the seasons seasons
2: bright tiny tots with their
0: eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two Though it's been said
2: To grace us with his presence. I Cody. love the applause. <laughs> um, and Cody, uh, you uh, you zipped your your shirt wrong. It's supposed to be zip at the bottom to the up. And now
10: you're to the top no, to the bottom. No, Lisa sent me in with this. It's his stylist. <laughs> Don't question it. Yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. Don't question Thank it. Thank you, little sis. My stylist is I'm Lane Bryant. You. Okay, that's,
7: <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm going. I Welcome to, to the
10: studio, Cody. Hi, yeah. Thanks for finally having me. <laughs> He doesn't get a post. Guys,
7: guys, we've actually had him out in the in the guest room this whole time. No. <laughs>
2: Your mom was like, oh, he's five minutes away. That
10: was like a 7.05. Oh, yes. Hello, Cody. Yeah, well. Uh, where, where you be? I was actually helping my friend with a very, actually. You're I so lying right say. now? No, I'm not actually. We are coming back from. You blonda? you blonda You blonda? Is that a nation? Uh no, I don't know where it's somewhere in California. It looks like you came from the medical dispensary. That's where it
2: looks <laughs> like. No. You came from. He's no, like, no. I just I came back I from did. Uganda and it was I was amazing to, co- to come on this show. <laughs> yeah. Here's my single dropping tomorrow. Like that's what Jim said. Like, no. He knew it was coming on your show, Alexander. <laughs> right. so, you know, yeah. <laughs> Do you love the story that he tried to make oh, up? Brenda, did, did he try doing that when he was a kid? Like oh making these God. fantastical stories? I always stories? hear
4: violins. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs>
2: so, Cody, how did, how did you get into acting? Do you remember his first audition? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Because you drove him. Were you more nervous than he was? What was your first audition for?
4: Cody's always been cool as a cucumber. I don't care whether it's a dental chair or an acting Or
2: an appointment audition, on a radio show. Or mm-hmm. an
4: appointment with <laughs> <Yeah>. Alexander. <laughs> Wish I that was sure. me. Although <laughs> I, I saw
2: his appointment with a chicken wing. That no. chicken wing did not even survive.
4: I'm <laughs> the nervous one. I'm the nervous Nelly driving and getting here. And... No, Cody's cool. Always cool.
2: What was your first audition? Do you re- remember? Do you remember uh, anything right yeah, now? Actually, Do you need actually, some Visine? No, <laughs> no
10: actually. I, if you must know, I was actually tearing up on the way here. So it was pretty. Oh, you're tragic. being serious. Oh, now now
2: I feel like an, Alexander. Wow, like, oh. like like oh. oh, you
10: should. Gosh, Alexander. Um, no, uh, I do remember my first was for a nurse, uh, Nerf Hasbro, and um, I remember telling her I said, "Hey, I hope this is good enough for you. It's my first time doing this, but I'll learn." And you she, probably like put
2: your like head to the side and winked, and then it was just over. F- f- front, no, actually,
10: I was just staying with the biggest smile I could come up with and be like, "Like me," <laughs> and she. It was really sweet. She, Whether she really meant it or not, she came out and said to my mom, she was like, he did such a good job auditioning, we love him, we're going to bring him back. Never heard from them again, but regardless, it was Where are they now?
4: (laughs) Who's heard of
2: Nerf in the last
10: five years, right?
4: It it was a commercial audition, and I do recall her coming out to the lobby, and people came up to me later and said, she never comes out and talks to parents. And she made a beeline for me and said, where's Cody's mom? And I thought, oh no, what what happened?
10: (laughs) What I do. Yeah. What was he late for? I've actually had I've actually
4: had three independent um, casting directors call me personally on my phone to say, keep him in the business. Keep him in the business, whatever it takes. Hey, please
2: do. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: so Cody, do the other guys on Teen Wolf get mad when you show up to set? Because they're they're cute, but I mean Come on. Let's right? Be real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And Cody's all these scenes, Yeah. Like, no. fans make videos of you on YouTube. It's
7: kind of. We talked creepy? about fan fiction. I came oh, across fan yeah. fiction on Tumblr view yeah. the other day. Clicked off real quick.
2: <laughs> I didn't. Oh.
7: Uh, we know you did it. I'm writing the sequel.
2: <laughs> it's called Cody and the Husky Boy. <laughs> Cody the
10: Chaser. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, that's hilarious. Is um, it a little creepy, though? Uh, yeah. There's sometimes where I'm, I, I guess, what could be a little uh, um, throw me off is, I guess, the, the sexual creativity of uh, these fans. <laughs> <laughs> Are you not creative sexually?
2: <laughs> I could show you a few things <laughs> if you really need me to. <laughs>
10: no, I see enough online. Um, no, but it, it is cool. Like, it's it's it makes me feel like i'm doing something right that i'm creating a brand and a character and mm-hmm. and something for fans to be so infatuated with that they're taking time to create these stories from stories so to i'm i'm very honored i love it the crazier the better okay. and um I'm thankful for all of it.
7: Yeah, he has incredible fans. Like I took over his Twitter the other day for Brat Pack Eleven. I was like trying to reply to tweets, but the new tweets would pop up, so I'd lose the tweet. It was it was mayhem.
2: I hate when I lose a tweet. It was mayhem
10: entertainment. (laughs) It was mayhem entertainment. Hey, shout out to Claudia.
7: (laughs) Mayhem (laughs) entertainment
10: PR.
2: When you were on the show last time, I got messages like, "Can you tell Cody I said hello?" I'm like, "Uh huh." Send me more emails, please. (laughs) Okay, we have to wrap up. um, But real fast. Oh, uh, Teen Wolf is premiering January fifth. Yeah, January. Very excited. Is Brett gonna have like a bigger presence?
10: uh, Brett Brett will definitely still be having an added on presence, and um, that's all I can say.
2: Mystery. Yeah.
10: Is there like a budget thing? Why can't they
2: put you in a shirt ever? Like, is there a school <laughs> uniform? Like, does the school I not have a dress code? I think code? the budget goes lower if I have a shirt on. No, oh, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> there goes sponsorship. Literally, like, you'll have, like, you'll be, like, in science class or have, like, a lab scene, and there's no shirt <laughs> like, Oh, the ass t- it's
10: this like. This test is really stressing me off. I just happen yeah. to need to take my shirt off. It's like, wait, what? That was, like, SATs so are a bitch. Shirt off. <laughs>
9: <laughs> hey, season, season, what are you guys in now? Season. Five. It's yeah,
4: 5.2. It's, it's,
10: it's working out.
9: 5B. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, five
2: what is B. this? What yeah. entertainment's doing is now there's a winter break. Remember before we would have a season? I don't like that whole winter break thing because Law & Order did not I almost lost my shit (laughs) because I need to know what's happening.
7: That's me with Teen Wolf, though. I need to know. I I love you, baby. I'll
2: I'll be honest. I only watch it when when Cody's on.
10: Hey, I love you for that,
2: too.
7: (laughs) But you have to know what's going on. No, you don't. (laughs) There you go. You just need to to be
2: sighted. Like, if you're a blind person, you're probably not watching Teen Wolf. Let's be honest. Helen Keller is not watching Teen Wolf. She's like, (laughs) not having it. <laughs>
5: oh
2: so um, as we wrap up I want to go around and talk about like your favorite holiday uh, memory funny
7: oh god um, uh, hello your mom uh, yeah. take the mic I don't even know.
8: Oh, well you don't even I mean, know no I don't know oh, our I wish favorite. my mom was yes, here yes we had our oven broke and I wrecked my sister's car uh,
2: that sounds happy and,
8: yes <laughs> that's like the worst. Worst. the worst yeah. you said the worst no. Did I? No.
2: I said funniest.
8: Oh, funny. We hear I don't we have any here. funny. Okay, you guys go. We, we're not very funny.
2: No, but like a broken oven is fun. Like, how did you did you do like Pizza Hut that day? No. Or? <laughs>
8: Honestly, I'm yeah, totally tempted. Really I'm done. like, screw like this. You know when you're yeah. Yeah. you know when you're really yeah. excited for that holiday because we cook. Uh, uh, in the I do know what
2: it's like to be excited about a meal.
8: Okay, <laughs> I thought you did. We cook. <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> Kettle?
8: <laughs> no, we had to go to like Buffalo Wild Wings. That was the only. <laughs> wow! One. I can't believe they were. It open. was I tragic. Love. It so was buf- tragic. Although the, Buffalo Wild, you know Wings, the rosters, servers,
9: Buffalo Wild Wings, they make their servers.
2: Wild They make the hello. It's my show. Um, <laughs> they make their servers wear the the black dicky pants, and it makes everybody's looks good. So I'm I'm fine with the Buffalo place. <laughs> the Buffalo Booties. Yep. Oh, oh. Buffalo Booties. <laughs>
7: Yeah, it was bad. It was just bad. It wasn't a fun Christmas.
2: Kenzie, what was the worst gift that you ever got? You were just like, look what I got. My uh, ex.
7: My parents have been really great about gifts. Um, I mean, my my grandma sent me, like every year, she'd send me these really creepy dolls and she thought I loved them porcelain dolls. I'm sorry, grandma, if you're watching. Um, And they had these eyes and they would stand up on my shelf in my room. It was terrifying. I hated them. (laughs) I hated them. Now she knows the truth.
2: She's like, well, there goes that. Here's five dollars in the card, bitch. <laughs> That's what she's say. Trevor Page, what is one of your fun I holiday? I can't memories? tell
9: you if this is just one that came to me. You didn't give us any any uh, notice, but um, oh, thanks for throwing me under the bus. My sister, <laughs> yeah, my sister is here, and I I briefly asked her. But um, there was a Christmas where, it, believe it or not, we um this is a long time ago. We only had a, a black and white TV, and we were getting a color TV. I know this sounds so funny. You know what year we but are as, in, right? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But as children, we didn't really care about the TV. We literally played in the box for like literally Aww. like like two weeks Aww. long. We I love four people. Like, I know, right? No! What a story. We're we so like, fun. We like made a like you know like little house out of it. I, I, I rolled them down hills in it. You know, what you I just mean? did that was, last
2: week. What are you talking about? I mean, it's still fun. You know, yay so, yeah. boxes. <laughs> Well, so, for certain people, there's
9: no. my story. Thank you. I love it. It was <laughs> you, it was well, joyful. It was
2: interesting and <laughs> disturbing at the same time. Thank oh, you. Uh,
9: everything I hoped for. So thank.
2: Whoa. <laughs> Brenda Rose, I know you got stories
10: I know galore. There's a good one.
4: Yeah. Well, you know my besides story... besides those
10: scary pictures of Cody, one <laughs> where he's just like, <laughs> I know she, Give she, me Christmas, bitch. She, she <laughs> showed me basically like all the photos. Like, why do I look like a demon and definitely one of them? Right. <laughs>
2: It's like, Damien, it's all for you.
4: (laughs) Well, you know, you have to understand, Cody was a product of where any gift he got, it was immediately then sold the next day. So he didn't have toys growing up. So the one thing that is my most memorable thing is on his first Christmas, making sure it was the best thing for him. And I think, think made me
10: cry. Here we go. So one thing he wanted. He
4: wanted a Microsoft GameCube and he got it. but I made I dragged it out all day. And he had stockings. I think we went to two or three homes and everywhere there was a gift for him. So he just really had a very memorable Christmas. And he's been entitled ever since. <laughs> Look at his Instagram. I'm like, oh, I got five likes. He's like, 30 likes.
2: What up? <laughs>
10: oh, man. Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Um, well, w- welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is this just the most memorable or gift Or like funniest. Ever? Funniest? Just, just
2: like a holiday thing you would like to share.
10: Oh, man, a holiday thing that I would like to share. Um, I guess it w- one story I could share is I always looked forward to wrestling my cousin, Lindsay. She was always bigger <laughs> that than That is me. a lucky
2: cousin. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
10: and every year I just thought I would always get stronger and somehow she'd always end up flipping me on my back and um does I just she
7: still do it that's the question n- no uh, okay. awkward well actually no. Kenzie
10: awkward uh, I just no there was no I put her in a chokehold and she says bub <laughs> you you know you know that's how, how you end it no right. no no she goes bub if you really want this to end bad you're gonna flip over me and I history kinda clicked in and I had all these flashbacks of me thumping every year so I just excuse jumped excuse me
2: off. I don't even have to do with the story that's that's erotica fiction right there flipping and thumping and on oh, my back yeah, all, right, yeah. okay.
10: all right all right it's um, for my gay listeners cody okay uh, girl power oh, everybody power gender fluid power i love it so yeah that's i guess what i remember is my my cousin beating the shit out of me every year <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna
2: give you the microphone very oh. cautiously. Yeah, i Mama
6: <laughs> Come on Mama Rose I just have a very simple story and it was on Thanksgiving and our family is just like <laughs> <laughs> so many Wait, families did we
2: celebrate they took our <laughs> land so <laughs> many
6: <laughs> Okay, I have the mic now so shall you know. <laughs> anyway so Oops. it was you know typical, you know I mean a lot of families, you know, have kinda awkward times, you know, kinda really not looking forward to getting together. And we were kind of that way, and so Alexander, yeah, oh, our family. Uh, Alexander oh, yeah, knew yeah, it was going to be stressful, oh, yeah. so he. And this is the second time I'd ever oh, tried it. Oh my god! It. I
2: know what story you're going to tell. Oh my
6: god! Yes, he <laughs> Keep brought. Going. Oh, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. He brought home a joint. Wow! <laughs> Alex, oh my God! <laughs> now, no, mind you, no. this was the second time, right? And this was <laughs> This is okay, incredible. Now, because oh, you know, great. my brother and his family, and he might be listening, but anyway, this was a long time ago. <laughs> oh and I thought, this oh my right. God, oh my God, oh my God! You know, I need to really be, you know, just got and everything. So I'm, putting, you know, in my room and throwing <laughs> it out oh the God, window. Wait a minute.
2: You, you didn't even know how to do it. You were like.
6: This is the second time I've ever done it. I'm it's like like, like so Anyway, she lies. Anyway, yes. anyway so my I'm blowing point. it out the window of my bedroom cuz I didn't want the house to smell, right? Literally. No, so, so I So I I blow it's it out corner. and who's walking by? My brother and his it's family. <laughs> right at that
2: moment. Right at that goddamn moment. That and she's like
6: <laughs> Don't worry, they probably oh, thought it was her. Yeah, they're like, that's some The turkey shit, never tasted so good. <laughs> she was
2: like, dark meat, bring it on.
6: <laughs> oh
2: my God. All right, my holiday memory. The uh, there's so many I can choose from. Um, uh, my mom, like I said, was musical director of a church, and of course she wanted me to sing O Holy Night every Christmas, and it was one of those dramatic church where like, all the lights were out and you had to light the candle from the stranger next to you even yeah. though you wouldn't even like talk to them in the parking lot, right? <laughs> Go Catholics! Um, so she told the priest, the service will not start until O Holy Night is being sung a cappella, and then the organ oh. joined in later, oh. right? So all of a sudden we hear, and we're up in the choir loft, we hear the priest... We gathered together. All of a sudden, I heard bum 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 bum. She ran down the stairs. She literally pulled the priest oh. from his vestments. And, you will God, not start. Marlos. And it was on his mic. You will not start. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Oh, holy nine. Night,
4: night. Her boy will have a yes. have time on the mic. He will. Shine. So
2: I'll be in purgatory for quite a while. <laughs> Tony, do you have a holiday story you want to share?
10: Oh. <laughs> Come on Tony I'm I, don't, I, don't, I don't know I don't know I don't know anything. My mother said yeah. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? My
2: god he's so pale Do you want to build a snowman?
10: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway we ran over so long Tony thank you so much For letting us thank run over Thank you You guys this was such a fun show Thank you Real fast Where can our followers uh, Find everybody here?
7: Uh, yeah just the Kinsey Hall at Twitter and Instagram And BratPack11 On Twitter and Instagram
2: and I am Trevor Page
9: on Instagram and Twitter and Trevor Page Music.
4: I am Brenda Rose, IT Secure Manager for Cedar sinai Medical Center.
10: Yeah. <laughs> that is not your tag. is that? It's Brenda Rose.
4: <laughs> Good luck finding me as a security manager. I'm stealth mode. Uh, prescriptions? Uh, no. That would be my twin, Linda, in Ohio.
2: Story
7: gets better and
2: better. <laughs>
10: And what's up? You guys can find me at at Cody St. New.
7: It's not like everybody doesn't follow you already, so. He <laughs> doesn't even need to say it. Like Hi. No, no, let me
4: just, real fast. Where can we find Mama Rose?
7: No, what, oh, just real fast, Brenda Rose.
4: Mama Rose
6: Realtor. Yeah.
2: Okay, look at her last tweets. Literally, because she didn't know how to use it. Look at her very last tweet. Oh, no.
4: <laughs> I got Her last
2: up. tweet is a black screen It's literally a picture of nothing, and then it's all these characters because she was like, (laughs) 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 "Twitter." Anyway, you can find me on Facebook uh, on the rocks uh, radio show on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter on the rocks on air. And I'm going to be putting your family holiday recipe, your chili con queso recipe, and then we're going to put Cody's uh, baby pick and Kenzie's baby pick up. Salsa! Thank you, Thank you Trevor Page. Thank you, Tony. So much. Happy holidays. We'll see you next week. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks on air. See you next Tuesday.